Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Hello, Endless Honeymoon podcast listeners, or as we call you... Honeymooners! We're having a very special stand-up comedy show on Zoom on New Year's Eve. It's the Comedy Mega Show with Reggie Watts. Fred Armisen. Brent Weinbach. Natasha Legero. Andrew Michon and myself. Uh, we're doing, it's at 8.30 to 10 p.m. So we're doing the countdown on Chicago time so that everybody on both coasts can celebrate together. $10 YouTube live stream tickets or $20 in the Zoom VIP tickets. Go to tinyurl.com slash 2021 mega show to get your tickets right now. Good well, King Winces oh. went to town, riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his hat, called it macaroni. Happy Christmas, everyone. Good King Wenceslas is one of the bangers, one of my personal favorites. Happy Christmas, as they say in England. That's and another welcome. that's another good thing about Christmas versus Hanukkah, just yeah. to say it is impossible to know like when Hanukkah even ends. Like if you Google it, <laughs> it like says days. it's done Friday, but it's really done Thursday. Like Christmas Day, it's like constant, the 25th. I love it. Well, Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name is Ebenezer Scrooge, and I'm here <laughs> with my wife, Tiny Tim. I do relate. Well, no, I actually don't relate that much to Tiny Tim. Well, you are a, a shorter person. Yeah, but he's kind of like kind of like humorless is he tiny uh, tim oh he's too sincere for you he's a little bit of a sad <laughs> sack <laughs> your complaint about tiny tim is that he's just a bit of a bit of too too sincere and sweet well you know how like like uh oliver has a little more pep or he's Annie. got some sass he's like yeah. let me get some more yeah tiny tim isn't like let me get kind of some more he's like you guys have all of it yeah, I don't he, need he's it. just kind of like, please, sir, my knee's broken, sir. What did he want? Pudding? Did he want Christmas pudding? No, he needs a new crutch. But didn't he also like want a pudding? Oh, a, t- a goose. He wanted a goose? Well, <laughs> for his family. <laughs> Have you ever eaten goose? I mean, I'm assuming that's turkey. What? You're assuming goose is turkey? I don't know, goose. Goose is not... <laughs> Honey, I don't know if we can release this episode if you think a goose is a turkey. What's a goose? It's I know a it's goose. A... a goose is a goose, which is why they have the word goose. Have and... you ever been to a restaurant in America where they're like, would you like some goose? No, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist as a s- specific bird. I thought they just called like a turkey's tur- <laughs> goo- geese. H- Honey, I don't think we can release this episode. <laughs> I just never thought, well, why don't they have, why don't we eat geese here? That's a good question that would have totally been okay to ask. Well, I just assumed when they say like, you know, you should smell the goose. They're just wait, talking hold about on the a turkey. second. Wait, 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 wait. They say we sh- you should smell the In goose. In a Christmas Carol. Oh. The kids are like, father, father, you should smell the goose. Do and they all keep talking about eating a goose and a Christmas goose. So I. Just do you just- think a duck is a pigeon? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, can we just erase this then? No, we can't though because it's so funny. <laughs> it just... is going to ding your reputation internationally. <laughs> but it... I thought it was like what British people called a Christmas turkey or something. But why would they name it after another bird if it was turkey? It's a goose. It's goose. Geese fly. You know, they, they migrate. 
They go south well, for winter. Well, I've never eaten one. So I thought it was like. So you everything you haven't eaten you think is turkey? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think chitlins are turkey? I just didn't understand. Like, sorry. Can hey, we change I'm, the subject, please? I'm not mad. I'm delighted. I mean, I'm having some questions. But yeah, we could change the subject. Well, I just. I, no, let's change the subject. Can I? Is you a mind? hen like if someone's like we're eating hen? A hen is turkey. Yeah. A hen okay. Is, well, that's no, what I was. No, a hen thinking. is not turkey. It's a chicken. It's a chicken. <laughs> Natasha, you want to change the subject? What is? Are you ready? What's a pelican? Nobody eats pelican. I'm sure someone's eating a pelican. Well, I never. Why really... is our dog growling? Our dog is growling right now at what she's just learned about you. She's like, you think a goose is a turkey? Okay, so if you're eating hen, turkey, goose, it's all very different. Seems They're like it would different all... birds. <laughs> it's like it would all taste the same. They're different birds. Right, but it's just like a Christmas hen or whatever. You know what they all are? What? Fowl. Yeah, a Christmas fowl. I just call it turkey. No, you can't. <laughs> If somebody could say, I want a fowl for Christmas, and you could say, how about turkey? But you couldn't have somebody say, I would like a goose for Christmas, and you come through with turkey. They'd be like, this is turkey. All right. Well, I would like you to cook a goose for me then. Really? Mm-hmm. I could try to cook a goose. Actually, I'm good. That sounds so gross. How do you know? You thought it was turkey like five turkey, minutes ago. I don't like turkey, and I don't like chicken, and I don't like geese. You don't know if you like geese. I you don't, don't like know hen. what geese are. <laughs> You are unaware of what a goose is. All right, listen. Did you wait? Can I ask one more question about this? Yeah. You know that famous, um, uh, famous children's story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. Um, did you think that he stole a turkey that laid golden eggs? No, it was a goose. But did you? Were you always thinking like, oh, he stole a turkey? The turkey that laid the golden egg. Listen, when I say turkey, it's just a reductive word for all of these. Don't like, try to say gross. Why are you saying reductive, trying to win back some of your intellectual fortitude? It's not reductive. It's wrong. <laughs> it's the wrong Listen. bird. Okay, a goose. I just I thought it was like a British thing. Is it very clear in your mind, Laura, that a goose is like that? You would order a goose in England, and it might be like a turkey. Wait, how is that's that's not the right framing of the question. Is it very clear in your mind that you might order a goose and it would be turkey? You're wrong. I'm just saying is when it someone unclear? says a goose in England, I'm like, oh, they probably mean something else. Why? I don't know. <laughs> yes. So our producer was saying that this reminds her of when Jessica Simpson. <laughs> and, I, and I like this comparison. When Jessica Simpson thought that the chicken of the sea tuna fish brand sold actual chicken that they had fished out that they had grabbed out of the sea okay chicken or as you would call them i guess ducks or hens okay wait let me just say though yeah when i was a young child and i was mm -hmm. in a christmas carol every you were in a car year, accident and you had a little bit of brain damage every year i had to talk about the goose and the goose and the christmas goose and the christmas goose and i think i must have like in my head, just been like, oh, that's like a British term for like, because I was like, what is this goose? And it would always look like what our turkeys were on Thanksgiving. Right. And that was the prop. So like in my head, I was like, oh, a goose is like, it's like, because I had never had a goose growing up in Illinois. So I was like, what is that? 
because I'm a method actor and I like to find out everything. Yeah, so even we, as a child. So I think I like saw it as a turkey and then I just it was like, oh yeah, that's it's like that. It, that I makes wasn't sense. saying a goose is a turkey. Wait, do you know that there is a bird though called a goose? Yes. And that it's different from a turkey. No, I'm serious. <laughs> the turkey goes. The turkey goes. How does the turkey go? Gobble. And how does the goose go? I actually don't know. Honk. The goose uh, goes honk. Yeah. It goes honk honk. That's cute. It's not cute. They're very, they're kind of vicious, actually. I know swans are vicious. Swans are the worst, they say. Like, you have to just, like, hit them on the head with your hat. And ducks, I don't know if you know this, they have corkscrew penises that their entire sex act is they unfurl their corkscrew penis. If if you're at home right now, it's Christmas Day. I heartily recommend you gather the family around, go onto YouTube and look up um, duck getting erection. Because the duck, its corkscrew penis, instantly in a in a in a moment unfurls, unscrews, goes like it's like it looks like a tapeworm, like unrolling itself into the duck vagina, and it comes immediately. So it's got this really complicated penis that unfurls itself and then just blasts, and then it's done. So look that up. I'm good. I think it's great, honey. Uh, I, I understand your explanation, and it makes me think of something else. I was about to change the subject. Do you want to go back? Because I would love to. Will you just will you just help me out with this? Like, I wasn't saying that a duck is the same thing as a goose. I'm saying it's like a goose. You said uh, duck now. I mean, <laughs> turkey. Okay, let's start. Let's go back a little bit. Birds. birds okay, you can change the subject. Well, what I was going to say is based on, I understand what you're as delighted as I was at the last five minutes of conversation. I understand what you're saying because we all have these weird um, developmental uh, uh, dead ends that, no, this sounds bad, but I'm, I'm about to make a, a it's not going to be mean, dead ends of things that we heard when we were kids or observed when we were kids, decided that that's the way the world was and we never had the need as adults to go back and re-examine those thoughts or uh, memories. And I have stuff like that in my mind where things that I thought for a long time that I didn't realize until I rethought about them as an adult, like, oh my God, that made no sense. None of that was true. You know what I mean? Like little memories. I have like, I have like a memory of, like I, for a long time, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And I was like really embarrassed about how long it took me. I was like ashamed because all my friends had been bragging about having sex since, since I had met them. And I when I lost my virginity at thir- 15, I was like, damn, I'm the last one to go. Now, re-examining it, I realized they were all just lying. That that just wasn't true. Or I had another memory. For a long time, I had a memory that um, that sometimes... There are marshmallows in tomatoes. Now, hear me out. When my mom, I hated tomatoes growing up. And my mom, when I was a little kid, cut open a tomato. And you know how they sometimes have like a little white spot in the tomato? Mm -hmm. I think she showed it to me and was like, look, it's a marshmallow. And I like was such a young kid that I was like, oh, wow, they have marshmallows in tomatoes sometimes. And it just like went into my brain and like the computer downloaded that information. And I'm talking a long time until I re-examined that memory. I was like, what? Of, of course there aren't marshmallows in tomatoes. Does this make any sense to you? Yes, no, I hear you. Thanks for making me try, try to, trying to make me feel better. But I also would like to know why in America we don't eat geese. Oh, ever. we're back to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I think that the goose is a very rich and gamey animal. Mm. And I think that 
But actually, I don't know the answer why we don't eat goose. You know who would know is Guy Branham. Oh, I wish we could call him. We could definitely try to call him. Let's. Do you want to try and call him right now? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's see if we can call Guy Branham right now and get the answer that America wants on this Christmas Day. Hello. Hi, Guy. Hi, Guy. Hey, what's up? Hey, we don't want to waste too much of your time, but just to catch you up quickly, <laughs> Natasha doesn't know the difference between a goose and a turkey. Now, we have a question about goose. Okay. Natasha? Well, I was telling him that when I was young and in Charles Dickens' <laughs> A Christmas Carol, my whole childhood, I always used to have to say, say all these things like, Father, you should smell the goose and we need to pay, pay for the goose. And that's Tiny Tim's whole thing was to get the goose. Christmas and, goose. And I always wondered what it was. And they just told me it was like a turkey and it looked they like told a turkey. Me? They, Wait a minute, guy. I just, I'm sorry. I know that <laughs> we said we would only be a second. This We've been talking about this for 20 minutes. This is the first time she's mentioned they that no, told her I asked that a goose was a goose was anyway i'm just saying now i have no reference point to a goose long story short long story short she thought that in christmas carol when they said we need a christmas goose they were talking about having turkey but okay the thing is i don't think that this is exceedingly unreasonable because if you look at how much turkey has replaced beef and like what british people have for um like holidays like I always assumed in J.K. Rowling that they had swapped out goose for turkey. And no, she wrote turkey because that's what they do now. Like, um, All right, guy. <laughs> I knew you'd be sympathetic to the, the female gaze here. Here's our question. Why yeah. have they phased out goose? Why don't we ever see goose on a menu in the United States? Right. What a great question. I, for Thanksgiving, because I was going to be here alone for Thanksgiving, was like, oh, I'll finally try my hands at a goose. And Whole Foods was like, we only really have them around Christmas. I should have gone to fucking pavilions. They always have geese. Geese <laughs> are bad. Oh, it geese just doesn't geese. taste good. Um, it's dry. It's very, very dry. And to do a goose properly, you really need to brine it well. And like, honestly, a turkey is, is better, but you do still need to brine it. But like, you know how like, moist, basically, it's hard to cook a goose and have it be moist. Got it. Um, Sounds like another bird I know. The turkey? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, Guy, if there was one meat that was the most similar to a goose, what would it be? It would be a turkey. Thank no, you. One last question before we let you go. Um, yeah. Is there a difference between the bird turkey and the bird goose? Are those two different birds or are they the same bird? <laughs> they are. And honestly, me saying, when Natasha asked if there a, go- a bird that is most like a goose, and I said turkey. That was me just trying to be nice to her. The answer is that it's way more like a duck. It's duck. more like a big duck. Mm. Um, but yes, they, they are distinctive birds because geese fly all over the fucking planet and turkeys just hang out. Turkeys <laughs> are like fucking pigs. They just gain weight. Um, they're bird pigs. <laughs> they're bird pigs. <laughs> all right, guy. Well, thank you. We knew you'd be able to answer this question. Hey, okay. All right. We miss you. See yes. you soon. I miss you. Happy Bye-bye. Christmas. Bye, guy. Bye. Um, well, there you have it. Guy thought it was reasonable. He's a sweet man. Listen, like I said, we all have shameful things in our life. We've just found out <laughs> one of yours. And so why don't we hear some other people's shameful things? All right. Hey, Tosh. Hey, Moshe. Um, obviously, I'm calling because I have a secret. Uh, my secret is that when I first started masturbating, 
I would like wedge my ass up against the front of a bathtub and turn the faucet on and let that water just like hit my clit and I would come really, really hard. Um, probably a little too hard for somebody just getting into that. And I guess my secret is, is that I still do it and it's still awesome. Um, it feels really good. Ten out of ten recommend. Love you guys. Bye bye. Wait, first of all, I want to know what. So is she like on the side of the bathtub and then kind of like opening her legs towards the faucet? Because uh, she said she squatted her uh, ass uh, up against. It's Christmas. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with any of this because she's she's clearly talking about herself as a very young person. She's like, did you have to be so pornographic? Oh, the splooshing, the splooshing. <laughs> gush of white water dribbling down my clit it's like what the fuck well i think it sounded kind of interesting and i want to try it give it a whirl but i didn't i wanted to see if you had a read on what she was saying exactly (laughs) no in terms of like in terms of anatomy and where exactly to put your butt yeah like where she was talking about the edge of the bath like the the lip of the bathtub is where she puts her butt and yeah i'm not sure yeah the 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 edge but then you're to the side of the faucet i'm confused by it too i'll be honest um, if you're listening uh, right now, uh, if you could send us a picture of yourself or a video. No, don't. Why not? Now I'm interested and I'd like to you to help my wife. Um, I don't get that either because I've heard many, many women talk about using the the water pressure or the... Oh, you have? This is the first I've ever heard of it. Really? Yes. Oh, it's like a classic thing. So do you put the pressure on the the water pressure on when you're about to come or from I the don't beginning? know. I mean, I don't, I don't have a clitoris... I I just yeah I mean I I don't have any idea but I've heard many women talk about either using the the faucet or the um you know the the handheld shower thing uh, Oh that makes sense yeah, yeah but that's but, more of like a wand you know that you yeah, could just Yeah but it's just the water pressure that's bla- blasting I So I don't know um I can't help you here Natasha that goose is cooked All right let's hear another one Hey, Motion, Natasha. Uh, I love the show and the Secrets Hotline. Uh, I've got something I've been dying to get off my chest, but it's also kind of a humble brag secret, but I don't have anybody else I can share it with. So uh, I look forward to hearing your comments. <clears throat> so my wife and I are a very average, whole wheat bread type couple in our mid-30s, uh, professionals with obscene college debt and a kindergarten-aged kid. Uh, we've been together for over 12 years, married for most of it, and I've always had a happy, strong relationship with a pretty healthy sex life. Uh, no wild kinks or anything, but uh, in college, we both had same-sex experiences that we enjoyed, uh, but thought that was over with when we got together. <clears throat> well, almost two years ago, my wife asked me something that I'd previously just been half-drunk, dirty talk, uh, and wanted to know if I wanted to have a threesome with a guy or a girl. Uh, so I said, yes, immediately. Uh, so we started having serious conversations about what our, what we wanted, what our limits were, uh, doing online research and signing up for some of the dating websites and apps that cater to the swinging quote lifestyle. Uh, ideally we wanted to find a couple looking for the same things we were with everyone into sexy times with everybody else. Well, after a lot of online conversations, a few awkward double dates with sex crave doctors and a one-eyed cook, uh, and an even more semi but not really foursome, we hadn't find and found anything that checked our boxes and had been letting it sit on the back burner. 
uh, out of the blue, this couple messaged us off one of the websites. We started talking and really connected with them. Uh, they're both smoking hot, have kids about the same age as ours, smart, funny people we would have been friends with had we met normally. We really hit it off with them, and what was supposed to be just a casual sex thing has turned into this weird uh, but wonderful polyamorous relationship. Uh, over the past 10 months, we've had double dates, dates with the opposite sex partner, same sex partner, uh, various iterations of threesomes, and the occasional foursome when we can all line up babysitters. Uh, we started regular weekly dinners together uh, where the kids hang out and play and we take turns sneaking away to the bedroom to fool around. Um, definitely not where we thought we were going to go when we started this, but it feels so right and good, uh, and we all have a ton of fun. Um, not that it hasn't been without bumps in the road, but if anything, it has totally made our marriage more secure and stronger. Um Thanks for letting me share. Keep up the great podcasting work. And if anybody's interested, check it out. You know, I was really with him. I was actually having like a mind-expanding experience until he so, until the part where he's like, we have these family dinners and then we swap out going into the <laughs> bedroom to go. What's wrong with full- that? Their how, time is limited. How horny are I don't I don't we you and me don't jump jaunt off to the bedroom to go doggy style real quick while our kid <laughs> is having her peas and carrots. But these people are like they are blessed. They have some like some magical thing that's happened in their lives. And I think that they each have this openness that they might not even be aware of that's obviously very special because I've never heard of anything like that. I mean I don't. It doesn't sound like it would last. <laughs> well, I just. I. But for, it could. I do want to say the the that guy's wife sounded really cool, <laughs> open minded, chill, <laughs> just like the right kind of partner. You know, where she was like, I mean, what a brave person to be like. Do you want to have a threesome? You know, I just thought that was really cool of her. When I did hear that, I also that's a little joke, but I also um was thinking about it. Well, for my, my first reaction was like, wow, how many different experiences are there in this world? There's so many people in the world that some, so, somewhere out there, people are having so many different iterations of experience, you know, and like, what a bizarre thing that happened to them. They thought they wanted a threesome and they ended up double fall, kind of falling in love. Like, it's such an interesting thing to go out and find two people and you all kind of start to fall in love with each other. But maybe polyamory is a thing that is going to grow. I'm sure it is, yeah. It's bigger now than it used to be, I think. I don't know anyone in a relationship like that. That sounds uncomfortable to me, honestly. The sex, a sex thing that is like one night and it's over sounds very uncomplicated and very easy. But a sex thing where it's like this constant like partnership just sounds so too complicated for me the one thing that sounded pretty cool although i'm wondering too are they they're doing this in COVID, obviously so maybe that's why it feels so insular or something oh maybe you think they're like a pod kind of yeah polypod polypod but the thing that sounded kind of fun when he was like sometimes we just like do different iterations like i'll go out with the girl i'll go out with the guy they'll go out you know they kind of have like this road there's like two different versions of of a sex partner Right, right. It's kind of interesting. You can have a dating life. You can have a love life. You can have you can have uh, co-parenting, family, a family. Yeah, co-parenting. It's like this whole crazy situation. The only thing, again, I didn't like was that they're so horny that they have to, to like t- tag team wrestle each other out <laughs> of the kitchen table to go make out in the bedroom. Uh, that's where you lost me, dude. 
It's like, how about just don't, how about just don't finger each other during dinner? <laughs> Doesn't seem that hard. Okay, let's hear one last one. Hi guys, uh, love the podcast. I have a secret. I am a essential worker at a big organic grocery store owned by Jeff Bezos. And uh, people are awful in the quarantine, so I got a quarantine secret. Uh, as they people, customers walk around and are awful, I try to take the opportunity to fart and walk by them. Because kind of think they can't smell it as much, but I'm hoping it'll creep in below the mask. Um, but more specifically, people that are not wearing masks, and then I like to just kind of, you know, when I can, uh, cut one and walk by them. Because they're really fucking awful. People are fucking awful. Uh, thank you. Love the podcast. So it's legal to go into a grocery store without a mask on? I don't. I think it varies from state to state, probably. Yeah. Because, well, oh, I know because it, everyone puts it on the front of the stores here. So maybe they in don't. California. I don't think it is legal, but I think in other states it probably is. In fact, I think in South Dakota, it's illegal to wear a mask, and it's recommended <laughs> by law to catch COVID. <laughs> I'm not positive. If I were a worker at Whole Foods, it sucks. And then someone came in without a mask on. I would be so angry. It's so rude that in the name of your like version of 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 personal freedom you would make everyone around you uncomfortable it's just it's just i sucks. didn't really realize that's that was happening but what i do want to say to this guy is there have been vectors of anal plumes causing covid so you do have to be careful you know this person's not wearing a mask so you're like oh look at this uh, you know this irresponsible covid denier asshole and maybe your actual asshole is giving that person covid so Let's all just be careful, and maybe maybe a fart spray or a whoopee cushion would be good in the new year. Um, Natasha? I think we need one more. That was too depressing. Okay, let's pop another one. It's Christmas. Please, it's- sir, it's only once a year, sir. Can I have some turkey? <laughs> Can I have some roasted turkey slices? <laughs> okay, let's hear one more. Hi. Um, I grew up in a haunted house, um, <laughs> at least my siblings and I thought it was when we were little, um, but we could have just been jumpy. Um, now that I'm older, I can't tell what I believe. Anyways, um, my parents were always very dismissive of our fears, so one time to try and scare my dad, I pretended to speak to a ghost, um, and be in sort of a trance, I guess, to freak him out. Um, and he completely believed me, but wasn't freaked out at all, which was my intention. He was actually amazed and thought it was really cool. And he told my entire extended family about it. And now they all think I have this like special gift from God. <laughs> but really, I was just fucking with him as punishment for not believing us. Um, and years have gone by and I never told anyone the truth. So also, I jerked off to Jim Carrey and um, All right. Pet Detective too, uh, in my early pubescent years. Thanks so much. I can't. I can't. It's not... I guess it's a Christmas gift, but it's just too much. 
We tried contacting Jim Carrey's publicist to, to, and telling they him. They obviously don't want to be on the podcast. Decline to like, respond. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we can just get him on and then like kind of t- like throw that at him. He's got to know. At this point, it's a bona fide global phenomenon. There's no way to doubt that. That, that a lot of young women's first sexual awakening was by watching Jim Carrey yeah, in there, some movie. We're one podcast with one slice of uh, demographic listeners. And among that group of listeners, we've had six or seven of these. It's got it. That must mean that there was a Bangladeshi girl that was watching a dubbed version of Ace Ventura that was like, oh, I, I too feel my sexuality for the first time. Crazy. Um, well, that was... That was sweet. That was a cute one. It is funny to me for your parents to be like, no, nah, we don't believe in ghosts. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would have like, totally done that. Really? Well, I, that sounds fun. Oh, I have a terrible memory. You want to hear a terrible memory of mine? Sure. This was like my brother and I thinking we were funny. One day, you remember the trick where you could put a knife in your armpit and then if you lie down, it looked like there was a knife sticking out of you. Yeah. So we did that and I covered my brother in ketchup. And he was on the ground with a knife in his armpit. And I ran into my grandmother's bedroom and I was like, Grandma, Grandma, come quick. Something's wrong. And she came into the she came into the the kitchen and my brother was lying on the floor covered in red, (laughs) red liquid with a knife sticking out of him. And she was just like, ah, and then we just all like popped up like, ha ha, Grandma, ha 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 ha. And she just was obviously so unbelievably furious. (laughs) We just thought, we were like, oh, it's a joke. No, it's just a joke. But anyway. Did she cry? I think she probably did. Did you get in trouble? No, it was wor- it was worse than that. You know, when you do something bad enough, you don't even get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, happy Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to all and uh, to the Jews listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the Chinese food and uh, stay safe in this new year. Yeah. Speaking of New Year's, don't forget to get your tickets to... The comedy mega show, and the URL for that bad boy is dun da da da. Me, Moshe, Fred Armisen, Reggie Watts, Andrew Michon, and the hilarious Brent Weinbach. We usually go to San Francisco to do this show, and we have a rotating cast of mm-hmm. friends who'll come do it with us. But now we're doing it live. I'm so excited. This year we're doing it live from our closet. <laughs> December 31st, obviously, New Year's. It's $10 for the YouTube live stream tickets and $20 for the VIP uh, in the Zoom tickets where you can interact a little bit. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash 2021 mega show to get your tickets now. See Reggie, Fred Armisen, Natasha, myself, Brent Weinbach, Andrew Michelle. I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really fun. I've had two Zoom experiences and they were both, they definitely surpassed what my expectations. Agreed. I think it's going to be fun. We'll put the kid to bed. We'll go up to the closet. It's going to be tight. <laughs> I'll pop I'll pop a bottle. Let's pop bottles. Happy New Year everybody. Mm-hmm.